0: All right, welcome to quarter four, day 29 of our year-long study of the New Testament. Today we're looking at John chapter 7. and It highlights a lot of the questions that the uh, Jewish leaders had about Jesus when he started preaching and performing a lot of miracles. I'll go ahead and read verses 31 through 43, and we can... uh, discuss that many among the crowds at the temple believed in him after all they said would you expect the messiah to do more miraculous signs than this man has done when the pharisees heard that the crowds were whispering such things they and the leading priests sent temple guards to arrest jesus but jesus told them i will be with you only a little longer then i will return to the one who sent me You will search for me, but not find me, and you cannot go where I am going. The Jewish leaders were puzzled by this statement. Where is he planning to go, they asked. Is he thinking of leaving the country and going to the Jews and other lands? Maybe he will even teach the Greeks. What does he mean when he says, you will search for me, but not find me, and you cannot go where I am going? On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said living water, he was speaking of the Spirit, He would be given, who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. When the crowds heard him say this, some of them declared, surely this man is the prophet we've been expecting. Others said, he is the Messiah. Still, others said that he can't be. Will the Messiah come from Galilee? For the scriptures clearly state that the Messiah will be born of the royal line of David in Bethlehem, the village where King David was born. So the crowd was divided about him. Some even wanted him arrested, but no one laid a hand on him. So in reading those verses, um, there were divided opinions about Jesus. They really didn't understand who Jesus was. So Jesus was treated harshly by those who thought he was a liar, and, and you know, those that actually believed in him, that he might be the Messiah, treated him much differently. And as we think about this in our world today, there's still that divided opinion about him, right? I mean, a couple of couple of billion people believe that Jesus is the Savior. you know, I'm not sure how about those couple of billion people are, but you know a lot of them probably or some of them, but billions don't. And so it makes us think about what we believe today. And in this chapter, Jesus speaks the phrase, my time has not yet come. So let's talk about that for a minute. There was a festival going on in Judea, and Jesus told his disciples that he wouldn't be going with them to Judea because his time had not yet come. And I think that phrase speaks to his understanding, his clear understanding of his purpose for his time on earth and I love it that he had such a clear understanding of his purpose he knew that he was on earth for one reason only to sacrifice himself for the good of others to bring about the forgiveness of all people's sin however mysterious that sounds he knew he had that purpose and that it was for the good of others and he wasn't going to deviate from that purpose, um, you know, even if his disciples wanted him to go and with them. And he wasn't going to deviate from what he knew he was called to do. He was going to do what his Father in heaven asked him to do. And I think this chapter illustrates... Um, the fact that a lot of people couldn't really understand Jesus's purpose they didn't really see him for who he said he was and it's the same in our world today right I mean not all of us see and understand Jesus to be the Savior so how does that affect our belief you know how can we believe what makes us believers how can we deepen our understanding of Jesus's purpose and Jesus's impact on our lives how can we deepen our understanding of our purpose here on earth as we try to do what God tells us to do and what God calls us to do? And as I think about that today, maybe the answer to those questions is just, you know, that we pray for better understanding of what what God is calling us to do and, and to pray for the courage to do what he is calling us to do. I do think God will show us, where he wants us and show us what our calling is and what our purpose is. Just like Jesus knew it beyond a shadow of a doubt, I, I think we can know our purpose by knowing our Father through prayer and, and through devotion. So hopefully that's good stuff to think about today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to review Help us to understand what it is you are calling us to do. Help us to have a greater relationship with you and a greater understanding of you um, because we know you love us and we know you care for us and and want us to have a meaningful life here on earth. And and that comes through, um, through... doing what we are truly called to do. So help us to know that, to seek that and to know that. Thank you for loving us better than anyone can and uh, help us to spread that love to others. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.